Uh, we've got Indian uh, food panel, three uh, Indian chefs here uh, with us this morning. Girish Babu is the executive chef of the Media One Hotel and Amrish Sood is the chef de cuisine at the JW Marriott Marquis, the Rang Mahal, uh, which of course is uh, by Atul Kocha as well. So uh, we basically have the ultimate Indian food panel for you this morning. Plus, of course, uh, broadcasting live on Periscope as well. If you want to tune in, go to our uh, Twitter account at Dubai i 1038 fm Click on the link and you can see see all of our guests here this morning taking your text to 4001 if you want to get involved in today's show plus take advantage of the fact that we've got the ultimate indian food panel this morning call us on 04423 that is our phone number producer joe holding the phone as i wave to all of our periscope viewers uh, good to have you with us this morning <laughs> and of course as always on a thursday we are running the ultimate competition my favorite competition it's very much time for you too <coughs> Guess the ingredient. Samir's going to give you clue number three. All right, here we go. We've got some great responses for the first clue. Let's see if we can improve on the third one. Again, another mystery ingredient, which has many health benefits. It contains nutrients. Of course, uh, every, every ingredient contains nutrients. <laughs> but that's, that's, you know. So that's, that's not going to help much, yeah. <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's what we're going to say. It's, it contains nutrients, antioxidants. Okay. Nice. Essential mm-hmm. compounds. Wow, that's really a hint. Essential compounds, right? Mm-hmm. And minerals such as copper, iron, and calcium. Okay. Mm. It also symbolizes longevity, mm-hmm. courage, and strength. There's a lot of symbolism in today's uh, mystery ingredient. A lot of guesses are coming in. We'll go through some of the wrong ones here. Azia said garlic. No, it's not. Actually, uh, uh, Zahid said garlic as well. Sherry said uh, sage. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Sunif said aniseed. Uh, Nicholas said artichokes. Spring onion's been guessed as well. A lot of other people guessing uh, the correct answer. Uh, everyone who's uh, sent a correct answer in, that will automatically go into the uh, draw from the supercomputer and will reveal the winner uh, just before midday uh, this morning. And of course, if you join in today's uh, mystery ingredient competition, you could win an iftar for four people at the Med restaurant uh, at the Media One Hotel. Uh, that's, a, that's a prize for four people. And we're going to give away two of them. So there'll actually be two winners on that competition today as well. Uh, we've been talking about uh, some of the big uh, food news stories and getting lots of your texts as well uh, for our experts in the studio here. Here's something that, um, do you, are you guys aware of this? something i spotted spicy food actually cools you down in hot weather absolutely did you I know think, this yeah i think okay. down south uh, yes. if you see the kind of weather that we have in india i think the the, the food that they do is somehow that uh, a spicy food that helps them sweat mm-hmm. which kind of opens up the pores of mm-hmm. the skin and then helps you breathe <laughs> If 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 I may through that, you and just that put helps. everybody off the right, and <laughs> that uh, right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. This is uh, the biological. Uh, that's it. Uh, yeah, that that's what it is, and that's how actually it helps to uh, to to cool. feel a little bit cooler. Mm. Uh, so the 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 whole red chili, for example, down south, the the green chili, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the curd rice and uh, the ginger, mm. and all of these ingredients do help to cool down the the system. Can I do the science bit? Okay, uh, it says hot f- hot food. <laughs> Foods stimulate heat receptors in your mouth, enhancing circulation and causing your body to sweat. As you said, Chef, uh, it cools your body down. Um, But if curry isn't your thing, ginger, black pepper and uh, sichun, sichun, sichun. 
peppers. Szechuan. Szechuan. Thank you. They can also uh, work as well. So it's going to cool you down in the hot weather. Guys, do you get that? Do you get people popping in and saying, uh, yes. oh, it's really hot outside. Can I have, a, can I have your spiciest curry? <laughs> yes, like... Uh, <laughs> If we like, if we see like uh, now we associate spices with flavors, mm. but if we go back to the history, the spices were introduced in the food because of their medicinal values. Mm-hmm. Each spice has got its own value, and each spice is uh, like they are used as per the weather conditions, as per as per the geographical location. Mm. So, like for example, if you are having like in Indian food, if you are having a parathas in the morning, the mother will add a, a teaspoon of caram caraway seeds in that, so mm-hmm. it helps in digestion. And if you travel to south part of India, like they use a lot of peppercorns in the food. So again, peppercorn helps to regulate the body temperature in in regards to the atmospheric temperature. Mm. So all these spices have a big role to play when we when we use them in in in, in the kitchen. Like normally, like uh, uh, like sometimes the, the uh, people ask, uh, so are you changing your menu for this summers? Mm. So sometimes like. Uh, yes, we are changing the menus as per the availability of ingredients, but more than that, it's how we are using the spices when the climatic weather is when the weather is changing. Mm. So when the summers are there, we we tend to use different spices in comparison to the spices which we are using in winters. But the dish remains the same. There's so much that goes into this, and yeah. I, I I think most people would probably admit they they wouldn't know. You know, you're changing the spices depending on the season. Yes. Um, we had a text here from uh, Majdi says, "Why is it that whenever I go into an Indian restaurant and ask not to and ask them not to make the food spicy it's still spicy is that true uh, like it's again like uh, uh, when we talk about spicy it's, it's about the hotness of the curry or uh-huh. hotness of the, of the food so that is one one point but uh, like spices they are sweet spices they are like spices they are used in different contexts and different there are different ways of using the spices mm. but when we're going to in restaurant the spice is a like it's, it's a base of the cuisine so you you start your cooking f- with adding of the spices you can always control the spice levels in the food but you cannot omit the spice levels 100% from the food because it will not give the right balance to the to the end product. Mm. Well, what would you recommend then, Girish? If somebody if somebody actually doesn't like spicy food, but they want a deli- you know delicious yeah. Indian food, what then? There's dishes out there, isn't there? Yeah, I was about to tell you this. Um, there was a there's a there's a guest who regularly visits um, the restaurant that I used to work before, mm. um, and his favorite dish was kali mirch kebab. Mm-hmm. Uh, kali mirch kebab is black pepper uh, kebabs. Mm-hmm. So, how would you remove the spice of that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your that's your problem. That, that, that's that's my problem, you know. So, but he wants uh, he wants it uh, every time he comes, and he always uh, says that I don't want the spice in it. And at one point, I actually went to his table and said, "Say, you like this kebab because mm. it is spicy," <laughs> and you got to admit that. Yeah. And you 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 come to the restaurant, you always order the same kebab. Um, the first time you had it, you liked it, and the second time you said you wanted the, the you don't want the spice, mm. but we still gave you the same. But is this why often you'll get um, something spicy, maybe like the kebab served with a yogurt or something like this? Samir, there's ways to kind of balance on the plate. It's balanced, isn't it? The flavors. Absolutely. A chutney or a raita or a relish definitely Mm. helps to balance out and tone the spice. Mm. But having said that, you know, when you get a menu, right, um, a lot of the menus that you see have got the spice levels actually marked on them. Okay. You know, so if if it's marked with a certain degree of spice, it's a one chili or a two chili or a three chilies in front of it. Yeah. Thereby indicating what is the level of spiciness mm. that the chef has actually designed 
the menu the with. Menu. Yeah. So I think with that, that helps to obviously judge. And then should you not be comfortable, then you obviously tell <laughs> tell the tell the waiter at the table and say that no, I don't want one chili. I want half. When Ray cooks. Well, my my my, my dad does this in restaurants. Ah. We, if we go to an, you know an Indian restaurant, it, it's like say it's often it'll have that chili marking. The chili marking. Okay. Right. But he doesn't trust the chili marking because he's had some bad experiences in the past. Right. So he'll go and he'll say you know it'd be three chilies, five chilies, whatever it is. Right. He'll say. Is it really spicy? And the guy will look at him blankly and it's like, well, it's, it's five chilies, sir. You know, he's like, no, 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 no. Is it really spicy? <laughs> I want it to be, ri-, you know, he just doesn't believe him. It's quite embarrassing, actually. <laughs> if you're listening, Dad. But, Never mind. <laughs> but, okay, so but spice is a big consideration for a lot of people. But it's not just the, that's not the, uh, the be-all and end-all of Indian food. It's not just about spice, is it? There's so many subtle flavors there as well. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that uh, the same is true for, for of Southeast Asian food or Thai food, for example, you know, which does uh, which does a lot of spices. So spices not necessarily add to spice, but they add to flavor. Mm. I think like Chef said initially, when you use a, a, a certain a chili powder, the chili powder is a fragrance. Mm-hmm. It is not necessarily a spice, yeah. mm. you know. So I think that's where we, we need to obviously uh, w- work our geographies around and say that when we when we look at food, we don't necessarily have to look at it as a spice but more as a flavouring. Guys, keep your questions coming in 4001. I've got some nice questions to ask uh, our guests after the break. Uh, plus, we're going to look at some of the uh, 10 powerful food pairings. We won't go through all 10, but there's some of the most powerful food pairings uh, that are out there today. I want to get your opinion on them and find out if they're paired up on your menus. Chocolate well. and mint. Oh, that was a bit of fun. We are just broadcasting there live on, um, on Periscope, uh, which is, I, I mean, I won't pretend I understand it. It's some kind of app. And basically, if you go onto Twitter and follow us at Dubai, i1038 fm when we broadcast live a link comes up you can click on that and then you can watch us in the studio uh, we're taking a little break with from that for 15 minutes there was an interesting chat going on in the chat room which we can't talk about uh, but it's a, it's an interesting uh, way of uh, watching the show uh, you can chat to other people around the world uh, watching the show i think we had somebody in scandinavia it's it's a lot of fun uh, we'll be doing that again from uh, 11 30 uh, we're going to give uh, our fourth clue now in Guess the ingredient. It's our competition. Uh, we're giving away an iftar for four people at the Med uh, restaurant, which is down at the Media One Hotel. Uh, two people will win that prize. Clue number four, Samir. This ingredient can grow between three to ten feet tall. Is mm. it taller than you, Ray? <laughs> just. <laughs> Only just. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, is that when you're cooking or when you're sitting? It's when I'm stood on a stool. All right. <laughs> and has green foliage with golden yellow flowers. Mm. That's beautiful it's very pretty oval seeds form in clusters after the flowers have died mm-hmm. oh, which have which are then harvested and also used as an ingredient okay so it's kind oh, of that says the, a lot already it's the it's the, the 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 ingredient itself and the seeds that come from the ingredient so we kind of this will give you a big clue we would accept either answer there's the thing and the thing, seeds Right. Take either or. <laughs> either or. Either uh, or. Four zero zero one. Uh, basically, everyone's <laughs> getting it right. Uh, Sun, if it's not chives, um, everybody else pretty much is getting this right. The two versions of this. Um, three Indian chefs in the studio. Chef Samir is here as well uh, with us. Uh, former chef turned um, restaurant kind of what conceptual designer now, uh, Samir. Uh, yes, Ray, I think uh, haven't been on the other side of the table for mm. a few years. We at 21s have moved into uh, now designing restaurants mm. uh, with an interior design and architecture board. So we, we, what, we, what we do is we help uh, the client 
uh, visualize yep. uh, what they would actually like to see at mm-hmm. the end of the execution. So yeah. they have a certain concept in mind. We help to put that concept together and then build and design that concept for them. Well, Rafi texts in. He, he says, what's trending in restaurant design? Is it live cooking stations, open kitchens, etc.? I mean, that, that is a trend, but it's a trend that's been going for a few years now, isn't it? I think absolutely. I think uh, one of the first people to do that was, was Marche in Singapore and, mm-hmm. then, and then the Grand Hyatt again, the Medze 9 in Singapore. I think these were where a lot of the trending actually started of live cooking stations mm. uh, and the whole excitement of uh, being a part of that cooking, uh, yeah. you know, when you are there. So, yes, that is indeed quite, uh, quite a significant uh, design element currently. Mm-hmm. But more than that, I think it's the subtleness of what you want to portray without making it too loud. Yeah. Uh, by by just putting a small little artifact or an essence of the element of the design mm-hmm. where the guest kind of understands what this is all about. Yeah. You know, for example, I was in Melbourne and there was this uh, uh, two two chefs, Andrew and Matt, and and they had got this restaurant which had won the best restaurant of the year of two thousand and nine, mm-hmm. and it said and and the only way to to find their restaurant was this patch of grass which was hung outside their restaurant. So that that's was their subtle. Sign. That was their sign. So if anybody would ask, where is dining room 211? The only, the only indication you had was keep walking the street and look for a patch of grass <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. You know? so, so people did go wrong, but then it did become a, a, a marketing gimmick for, yeah. for them as well and say, you know, we are that restaurant with, that, with a patch of grass. And we're talking about it six years later in, in Dubai as in, well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that is, that is something that we do. Um, and, and coming back to, to what we were discussing on the spices, mm. like you said, I think Chef Atul Kocher, I, I think the very celebrated uh, Michelin star chef, mm. uh, has also written cookbooks about, about spices mm. and about their use in Indian cooking. Uh, right, Chef? Agreed, uh, yes. Uh, and, right, please go ahead. Yeah, the, the recent book which he has uh, launched is, uh, on the, is uh, the Banaras cookbook. Mm-hmm. And the book has featured all the recipes like since the Banaras has opened and it has a collection of almost the recipes for 10 years. So mm. it has uh, immense wow. information and knowledge about spices and the herbs that we are using in Indian cuisine. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, done, I've done some uh, Indian, co- you know, cooking before. I've, 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 I, you know, love the food. Have um, you visited Banaras? No, I haven't. Could you put that on your bucket list, I please? will, yeah, Thank absolutely. You, I do, yeah, <laughs> are you paying? <laughs> but one of the, th- the things that I found when I, when I tried it, right, for, I'll be honest, it didn't turn out very well. All right. Um, but what I did find was it took a, a long time to get the base, uh, the, what I would call the base sauce, and right. you can correct me on this, right. but it took a long time to get that. And then uh, when I actually sort of felt, you know, got cooking and I served it up, it just didn't taste as good. You know, it wasn't, it, it wasn't very nice. It, it is a, would it be fair to characterize it as a difficult thing to cook? I think, Ray, what is just before Chef Amrish goes online, just one thing I'd like to say. I think if you follow a recipe, yeah. uh, but what's important is to understand that at what stage do you add what spice? You mm-hmm. might be adding that spice, but if you add that two stages later than when it is meant to, it will taste completely different. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, when, when, you're, when you're going to be adding a lemon juice and then you're going to be boiling the hell out of it, mm. you know, obviously you're not going to get the right flavor. Yeah, so yeah. I think what's important in Indian cooking, uh, it's not that it's difficult. It is, it is, uh, it comes over time. It comes with experience uh, and it comes and it's, it's a learning by cooking kind of way. Mm. Ray can cook. Well, we've uh, got a text here from Jamila. Uh, it says, why is it that when uh, I try to make something like the restaurant, it doesn't taste the same. Is there a secret ingredient that Hoshel chefs are including? I'd also like to point out, and I agree uh, with the Media One chef uh, in saying uh, we don't eat a lot when we break the fast. Therefore, uh, 
bu- uh, buffets during uh, Ramadan shouldn't be expensive. Some buffets are above 200 dirhams, and that is insane, uh, says uh, Jamelia. Good point. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. That, that, that was the intention of uh, having Ramadan uh, celebrated differently this year. Mm. Um, and uh, I have all got good feedbacks of people. Uh, who have actually dined in the venue, and they say we are not stuffed. Uh, we are definitely back. Mm. Uh, we like the we, de- we like the elements of uh, having small nibbles to break the fast, and not the lavish buffet. Yeah. So uh, very very proud of that. And how much is is your iftar? It's one twenty dirhams. One hundred and twenty dirhams. Yeah. Value okay. for money. Yeah. Amrish. Oh, one ninety five. One ninety five. So just below just the two hundred. Uh, <laughs> I'd be interested. To, I mean, uh, Jamila, if you've been down there, let us know your your feedback on the on the iftar down there as well. But Samir, just going back to what you said there, uh, and Jamila's point, it it's about it's not just about following the recipe. It's about the timings. It's it's the skills that only I guess a professional chef can learn yeah, over many years absolutely I think it's about the 22 hours that you spent in the, your kitchen the kitchens as an apprentice yeah. mm. I think you, nothing can be substituted with that kind of learning and as you go along you learn from different teachers who mm. have different cooking styles and then evolves and adapts your own cooking style mm. and I think that Jamila I think it's great that she's aspiring obviously to be the best I mean everybody would like to be what an Atul Kocher today is mm. or a Gary Rhodes is or a Gordon Ramsay mm. is you know, and eventually uh, that's what they would get if they would be using. Um, and I think food is about simplicity. Um, mm. I think sometimes uh, the very complicated Northwest Frontier Mughlai dishes uh, do involve six to seven different stages of cooking for one dish. Mm. You know, which is obviously very complicated for a for a housewife or somebody to do at home. So I think if you were to start out, my only uh, my only advice to Jamila would be to start out with the simple ones, which are the low hanging fruits, which are easy to do, mm. and then get, gain your confidence from there, and then move on to the little bit more complicated cooking. You, me- you mentioned inspiration as well. You know, I'd, I'd love to know each of you actually let's go around the table and find out who who has inspired you have you know maybe it was the first chef that that taught you years ago or somebody uh, somebody that you worked with recently have you been inspired by someone Samir uh, yes, uh, I have been inspired by uh, by a Bengali household. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bengali is, is the east of India, mm-hmm. uh, wh- who used to live next to our house, and and their cooking is uh, is is actually very very simple with very less spices mm-hmm. uh, and more focused on the method of cooking rather than on the you know the the ingredients. So I think that is that has come to me as as a child as very inspiration. And so this was a somebody that lived close to you, and you, you would dine at their house. Dine at their house and be kind of fed off their their meals most of the time that's fascinating Amrish right. what about yourself have you been inspired by anyone in your career uh, for me like uh, again uh, it's, it's a journey mm. like when you as Chef Samir has mentioned like when we travel when we meet people there's uh, everywhere somebody is there to inspire you mm. when I started my career in uh, hotel management I was never never planned to do a hotel management uh, college I was planning for uh, uh, ND the, the Indian Army exam so mm. Uh, I, I filled the form for the hotel management as well, so I got selected first in hotel management. So I joined the catering college. So when I was there, the first person who inspired me was my my lecturer in the college. His name is Vivek Madan. Mm. After that, when I moved to my uh, uh, professional career, uh, I got very much inspired by a chef name. His name is Bakshish Dean. Mm-hmm. Then now at this time, I'm very fortunate to work with uh, Chef Atul mm. and uh, Chef Sebastian. 
So like, at, at different stages, there are different people who inspires you. Yeah. Like as we were talking about uh, the kids meal. Now, now this is a topic which is really, really close to me, and it's inspiring me to do something about it. Mm. How how I can add value to the society by doing this. The opportunity to be an inspiration yes, to, to yes, somebody else yes, yourself as yes. well. What about you, Girish? I mean, like uh, I agree with what uh, Amrisha said. Uh, there's a lot of people inspired uh, me as well in in at various stages in. Uh, um, back home when when I actually was in the industry, um, the, the the sous chef there, Chef George, uh, I'm talking this about uh, 19 years back, mm. um, and then when I actually came to work uh, uh, in Dubai, um, Paul Cock was another chef who I worked very closely with uh, to 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 open Plan Hollywood. Um, mm. So I think every restaurant uh, I worked, I had some inspiration from the chef uh, or or could be also from the team it can't mm. it always necessarily need be the chef it could be from the team um, um, that the inspiration comes up um, again uh, watching uh, food food channels you know food channels reading books uh, the trends what yeah. are the trends uh, that uh, that also call, brings inspirations um, and I agree to uh, to what Amri said about the kids uh, which be which is a main focus at the moment mm. um, what what do they eat what is uh, the food styles for them uh, we talk about the generation uh, X and Y and the and the, the millennials that that's, that's coming up. Uh, so, what are the food for them? Mm. So, um, we play a key role in there. And what role do you play? So, there's so many hotels opening at the moment. So many sort of restaurants. Great time to be doing what you're doing, which is designing these restaurants. Absolutely, Ray. I think, and and that's where we are coming from. And mm. and I think it all starts at the owner's uh, stage, where they 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 look for an operator, the mm. perfect operator to work with. And then we understand that what what are the what is actually trending? Like Google has very rightly put, uh, what is what is trending in themes? Mm. And what would you like to recommend? For example, Peruvian now seems to be the in thing mm-hmm. with the with the Koya in London, and then now in the Four Seasons in in Dubai, mm. uh, which has come up with with a lot of uh, you know good good reviews. Yeah. So I think everybody uh, they they are moving away from. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, the old concepts and moving into something like the design of the hotel, yeah. which is young, contemporary, fresh, um, you know, something that you relate to as, as being what you are and is a reflection of your own personality. Well, sometimes. their, ac- their ac- uh, restaurant down there, Accents, where they have their, their iftar um, in the evening is um, is really gorgeous, gorgeous space to be down there. Uh, if you would like to win that prize, then all you need to do is get involved in today's conversation, send us a, a question, make a comment on anything you've he- heard on today's uh, program and text it to 4001. Put the word iftar to let us know that you'd like to win that prize and include your name as well and of course we're also running this guess the ingredient what are we on now chef are we on clue number five now we are on clue number five clue number five virtually all of the mystery ingredient can be eaten from the Mm. crown to the flower to the seeds the roots and the stalks of the mystery ingredient can be cooked and eaten as well the stems can be chopped up and added to salads the chopped leaves used in soups are added to salads whilst its seeds are used in pickles and tomato sauces. Okay, that's clue number five. Uh, some, some of the wrong answers that we've had in, so you don't make the same mistake. Yasmin said uh, sesame oil. Uh, we've had uh, Prachi said fenugreek. Um, Neil said sunflower seeds. In fact, uh, Mataza said sunflower seeds as well. Somebody else texted in flax seeds, but didn't leave their name. You've got to put your name in this uh, to be uh, in with a chance of winning.
winning. We do need to know who you are. If you uh, think you know what that mystery ingredient is, text us on 4001. And, I mean, there's iftars galore up for grabs today. Uh, we're giving away an amazing uh, iftar for four people at the Med, which is at the Media One Hotel. And uh, we're going to let two of you win that competition today. So we'll have three winners in total on today's uh, programme. Uh, now, before we went to the break, we did say that we were going to talk about powerful uh, food pairings. So I just want to go through a couple of uh, a couple of these with you guys and get your views. This is a list of some of the most powerful food pairings uh, in the uh, kitchen at the moment. And let's, uh, let's just find one that I like here. Green tea and lemon. Green tea and lemon yeah. as a food pairing, guys. Do they go together? Green tea and lemon. Um, I've, I've never tried that. I've never yeah. tried it as well. <laughs> really, green it's tea one of the lemon. most powerful. It's, it's listed, so you, oh. you should you really should have tried it. You've let yourself down. Right, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, let's try this one. This, I mean, everyone, you must have had this one. Yogurt and bananas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Morning breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Have we got this? Uh, t- shout out if any of these are, are feature on your menu as a yeah as on a the breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's on the breakfast menu. Uh, garlic and onions. A classic oh, food yes. pairing. Base classic of curries. Pairing. Exactly. I mean, that yeah. is that would be one of the ba- the base of uh, many dishes. Masala. Every curry, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. It. Uh, tomatoes and avocado. That's an interesting one. Very nice. I think yeah. a salad, yeah, it is a mezze and antipasti yeah. of a tomato and avocado. And uh, oh, this is this uh, apple peel. Apple plus apple peel. Well, they kind of go together anyway, don't they? Because yeah. you kind apple, of, it's you apple. Kind of get the peel <laughs> with right. the apple. Uh, what are, What are some of the other food pairings that you, that you guys uh, particularly enjoy? Is it? I mean, is that one of the exciting things that you get to do as a chef when you kind of um, add things together that you wouldn't necessarily would make a delicious dish? Yeah, I mean, uh, like. For instance, risottos, I mean, mushrooms and truffle, mm. uh, very, very good uh, combination. Truffle as an ingredient for not just uh, a, a, a dish, but also used as a dessert. So mm. chocolate truffles is, is something else that is very, uh, very, very, very nice to, to, to try. Mm. Um, in Indian, I think uh, the milk, the milk with the use of saffron yeah. and, and, and the, the nuts element, elements are as well. Uh, as as a gra- the base for the gravies, uh, you use cashew nuts uh, and other nuts, which mm. is, gives a thickening agent uh, for the gravies, and also give the richness and the and the texture. So mm. nuts in 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 the gravies is again a, a good combination. Um, um, what what else I could think that of? That opportunity apple. though to 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 create um, a brand new dish. So me, now that you're not cooking every day, do you do you actually miss that? Do you miss uh, sort of coming up with new things? Absolutely, Ray. I think that's that's something. Uh, uh, not coming up with new things, but to be able to recreate something that you've already cooked to perfection. Yeah. Mm. I think that's something. But yeah, coming up with new things of combinations like mango and avocado. Mm. I think that's something. Yeah. We, we we used to do a salad with a mango, avocado, and crab, mm-hmm. which is quite unique. But it, the combination came out watermelon and feta. Mm. You know things like these, which which are with with a, with a little bit of mint. Yeah. I think these crazy kind of combinations, basil. These these do excite me even uh, from time to time. Do you find now that you aren't cooking professionally every day that when you're at home and you're 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 cooking for your family, you actually kind of put a little bit more effort? Effort, into, so true, Ray. You got it spot on. Yeah, absolutely. You've hit the nail on the head. That's exactly how you feel because you 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 really make that extra effort to see whether you are able to recreate what yeah, you yeah. used to. Have be I still effort. got it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fire in the belly still burning. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's you it. never lose it. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. Uh, I wanted to look at some of the uh, recipes that uh, our chefs are offering as part of their iftar offerings at the various restaurants. And let's start with uh, you, Girish. Uh, 
let's start with your uh, grilled salmon and quinoa yeah, salad. salad. This uh, is, this is, tell us about this. I mean, it's a uh, uh, it's a salad, and you can also have it as a main course. It's up to you and how how much you want you want to feed in. Um, as as a salad, um, it's uh, it's very fresh. It's it's uh, it's also got uh, quinoa, mm-hmm. uh, which 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 helps uh, which which helps, and is part of the main ingredient as well. Uh, grilled salmon again. Uh, the the tip for the salmon is. Um, Basically, don't overcook them, mm-hmm. and you don't need to over marinate. Just uh, salt and a bit of pepper. You don't need. If you got the skin on the salmon, that's the best one because then you don't need to add any oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sort of cooks in its own oil from the skin, mm. which gives uh, a better flavor to the salmon. Quinoa is an excellent food. Um, you could uh, just boil it uh, for ten minutes mm-hmm. and uh, fluff it, and it's it's the best ingredient that you could probably. Toss it up in the salad. You can have it as a main course if you if you like. Um, I it, want you to convince me on the quinoa because qui- I've had quinoa a few times um, yeah. and I've, I've never actually liked it. So let, let's say, and I know I know it's beloved by a lot of people, but yeah. I personally, it's not to my not to my taste. Yeah. What would you say then to convince me to try this uh, salad with the quinoa? Um, you mix it along the salad and not have quinoa as a spoon. Mm-hmm. You mix it along salad because then you actually don't realize that you're in quinoa because when you, you sort of think <laughs> <It's> quinoa by <laughs> stealth, <laughs> <laughs> you're mixing it along with the, the ingredients. I mean, quinoa by itself doesn't have much of a taste. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's uh, it, it doesn't. It has to be uh, overpowered with some of the ingredients. So you have quinoa with something else, mm. and you'll love it. Healthy though, Samir. I I I I was recently at a place and they did something called a quinoa biryani, mm. and it actually it was yeah. not bad at all. It it came out quite good, mm-hmm. you know. So Indians can adapt to any superfood that comes their way. And, Kin- and Mr. Ray, it is not spicy. No, I, no, <laughs> no, I'm sure it's yeah, not yeah. spicy. And and we could do a nice quinoa biryani with a tandoori Atlantic salmon yeah. with an avocado and Spanish onion salad. For I'm example, sure. yeah. Just want to add on to that. Like we have a very traditional like uh, dessert in India. We call it kheer made of rice and milk. Mm. Same thing like we tried in our kitchen. We did it with quinoa pudding. Mm. So we wow. just gently toast the wow. quinoa. It pops up and then you simmer it in a in a milk along uh, along with some green cardamom or vanilla beans so it will give a fantastic result as a dessert also i'm liking this now i'm liking this i'm I, i'm starting yeah. to be inspired by uh, by have, quinoa ray have you tried the uh, quinoa burger ah no Okay, you should try. I didn't it. know that existed. Th- that does exist. And is it is, so that see this is nice because you yeah. know you, you you when you go and look at um, a menu often if you're going for a lunch or something like this you you think you know I just want something simple and you often will well I will often opt for the burger. So it's having the chance to have a healthy burger, yeah. a quinoa burger is actually yeah. quite exciting. It is. It is. It's, you should try it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, this this is on your uh, iftar menu. Um, served at the Med? Yes, it is. Okay, so this is part of the Med. Yeah. Uh, so if you do win our competition today, the Mystery Ingredient Competition, uh, you can uh, order this and have it as a little meze plate. It's 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 available on the buffet. Yeah. Uh, it's available on the buffet. And so uh, you can check out uh, the, an image of this and the and the full uh, recipe and make yeah. it at home as well because it's yes. going to be it's actually ne- right now on our blog uh, on our website. So go to dubaii1038.com uh, and click on the Dubai Today blog and you'll be able to check out this recipe. Um, we've got um, some loads more recipes uh, to look at and we're going to find out your food fantasies as well. Just before we go to the break, uh, Amrish, let's let's take a look at one of the dishes uh, that you've got. You sent us in four four dishes uh, yes. that are part of your iftar. Um, do you where do you want to start uh, I want to start with the uh, Rane Sikandari uh-huh. 
So it's basically it's a, it's a roast leg of lamb, and the trick to the dish is like you need to marinate the lamb at least like for seven to eight hours, mm. and then you have to braise it for another three to four hours on a very slow flame. Mm-hmm. So once the lamb is braised, you have to like for the uh, uh, once the lamb is braised, you have to allow it to cool, mm-hmm. and then you have to marinate it with the yogurt-based marination. Then you can finish your ran in the tandoor or in in the oven. Mm. and the the best flavor the best spices which i feel will go well along with it uh, with it is your royal cumin black mm-hmm. cardamom and ginger so these are the main flavors that we use to impart flavors in the in in the ran so this is a uh, sikandari ran yes and this uh, this recipe like uh, 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 we have taken it from the old part of delhi okay. so during the time of ramazan uh, when you have uh, late night uh, dinners or late night functions these mm. small restaurants they they specialize in uh, in 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 the ran mm. so like uh, i so shared dish kind of thing yes yes mm. this is a sharing dish Guess the ingredient. It's time for the uh, sixth and final clue in the guess the ingredient competition. Samir, today's mystery ingredient is great for bad breaths. <laughs> okay, But we're back to biological again. Yeah, today. we've gone there. A lot yeah. of biological tonight. <laughs> Munching on it will sweeten and refreshen your breath, mm-hmm. as it has sweet licorice-like flavor and citrus notes. Okay, it is also known to aid digestion and relieve water retention. Okay, chefs. Uh, Bearing in mind uh, that you haven't seen any of these clues, have you? You haven't seen the clues, and you don't know what the, you haven't been told what the ingredient no, is. No. Do you want to take a guess? And I won't tell you if you're right or wrong. Uh, let's uh, let's start with you, Girish. I think it's fennel. Okay, you think it's fennel. Fennel. And what about uh, Amrish? What do you think? Turmeric. Turmeric. Okay. Well, I won't tell you if you're right or wrong. Four zero zero one. If you want to get in on this competition, uh, you could win the iftar for four people uh, down at the Med at the Media One Hotel. Uh, that's uh, Girish's hotel. And uh, Girish, you guessed fennel. Fennel. That's a clue. Four zero zero one. Send your text into us now. We're going to reveal the winner just before uh, midday. Harriet said parsley. It's not. Uh, it's not parsley. Um, and uh, lot of celery. Asia says uh, it's not celery. Um, J- Jetin texted in saying, "What do you guys think about peanut butter naan? Have you well, heard of this? No. It? no. It, it's it's a great thought. <laughs> Would you, it's a great thought. Oh, is it going to go on the menu? <laughs> Good, good on for the kids, kids menu. G- good for kids. Yeah. Uh, good for kids. Good for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hazelnut probably. Hazelnut and naan. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I found that I couldn't, I, I couldn't get out here, and I, I've, I've eventually I found a takeaway that does deliver it was um, pashwari naan. Pashwari naan. Okay, so th- so let me tell you what I think that is, and then you can tell me. So this is uh, back home in the UK. I'd have it, and it would be served with um, kind of coke. It's kind of got coconut inside, and it would be quite uh, heavily uh, yeah. cooked so yeah. it was almost kind of burnt and it was just absolutely delicious and I, somebody um, one takeaway which I no longer use they, um, they sent me something they promised me was the same thing but it wasn't it had sultanas in it okay. which was just completely not the same thing yeah. so this is what do you call it? Peshawari Peshawari okay. Peshawar is a place in Pakistan mm-hmm. um, um, and that is where this originates from. Yeah, yeah like in that region it's, it's a cold, cold region so people they eat a lot of dry nuts and uh, raisins and uh, your uh, uh, coconut so the, the same ingredients they have used in the, in the bread making mm-hmm. so from there it started Oh, so the, in the region, they yes. they have a lot of coconut, so they use it. They use dry coconut, dry coconut, dry coconut because dry, dry coconut is again it gives warmth to your body. Mm. So you put dry coconut as shavings in your puddings, in your breads, in your curries. Mm-hmm. 
And so you got the spices to cool you down and the coconut to warm you up. The spices again, which, which spice you're using? Which spice you're using? I don't know. If I don't you're do using, any If you're using a cinnamon, green cardamom or pepper, they will give uh, a warm I, to your body. Okay. I, I think really the, the, the term spice is, uh, is, is confusing. It's misleading. It's misleading as yeah. well. Uh, spice is uh, not always meant to be hot. Mm. Uh, as, you know, so it could be cardamom, it could be cinnamon, uh, cloves, they're yeah. all spices, yeah. Okay, we so. are learning things today. This is what I like. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, I want to give you the chance, uh, listeners at home, cause, because Marathon Mania is back. Uh, and if you think that you're up for the challenge of running the marathon, if you want to cross that 42-kilometer finish line, Dubai I 103.8 is going to help you to do just that. Not only are we giving you six months of marathon training, uh, but we've also teamed up with Polar Watches and Newton Running Shoes as well to get you geared up in the best training gear around. And we're throwing in free registrations to the standard chartered uh, Dubai marathon as well that's a prize worth over 5,000 dirhams all you need to do is to tune into this program and sports tonight for your chance to cross the marathon finishing line uh, if you want to find out more and to register for this prize go to dubaii1038.com of course that uh, polar watches whatever your level polar products will push you to get more out of your training and of course uh, newton running shoes uh, uh, that classes run throughout the year with different locations and timing to suit everybody's uh, availability get advice on nutrition recovery injury prevention and optimum straining strategy as well down at the urban energy uh, club uh, lots going on guys uh, we're running out of time rapidly we've got about seven minutes left uh, we want to know what your uh, food fantasies are where should we start let's start with samir all right let's put him on the spot again <laughs> all right there we go all right what what are we going to do uh, ray uh, i think milan in the expo had done the longest pizza okay which is a mile long mm. so my fantasy being in this part of the world how in did dubai they do, hold on, how did they do that they've probably rolled it out and then baked it into different slabs and then put it all together uh, i believe they have the rolling ovens right they roll it along with the time like one person is putting a spread second oh, really? person is putting a cheese and the herbs and there's a rolling oven which is rolling on the entire belt yeah so the pizza is getting big at the same time all i'm thinking here is that they've shut down a road somewhere <laughs> and, there's pe- and there's people <laughs> sat waiting to try and get to work and they're saying uh, sorry you're going to be delayed by about three hours because of a mile long pizza the pizza is rolling still <laughs> <laughs> so okay so so we got a mile long pizza uh world record pizza and what's your food fantasy how does that fit in and I think that for the Expo 2020, we could plan a mile-long sage. I don't know, chefs, what you think, but I think we've, we've been known for the tallest, the largest, yeah. the biggest. So what about that could be my, my food fantasy for the Expo? A mile-long sage. Well, you've got uh, what, f- f- about four and a half years to make it happen. <laughs> so, so plenty of time. So we can, yeah, we, can, we have enough time to leaven the door now yeah. already and then. Joe, put that in the calendar for, to have uh, Chef Samir back on in about four and a half years. <laughs> Done that. Okay, Amrish, what's your food fantasy? Uh, for me, uh, like uh, the, the the food fantasy is uh, to cook a biryani mm-hmm. in the biggest ever pot I have seen, mm. and uh, after that, how I can share this biryani with the population in in, in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Is, is, my, is something what I want to do. You're all about the sharing, aren't you? You're all about the teaching. I mean, that's, very, that's, very, that's very nice. Uh, Girish as well, what's your fantasy? I mean, my fantasy uh, would be to have, uh, to create a, um, a hotel or restaurant um, that's completely eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it could be, it could be two, two or three cottages, but still to run it. Um, and uh, that's, that's what I personally want to do. Um, 
as 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 an ambition uh, towards. Is that uh, is, so? Is that something that you're very passionate about yes. in terms of yeah. Uh, yeah. the environment yeah. and and sustainable yeah. farming natural, and all of those issues? Natural cooking, sustainability, and uh, healthy living. Yeah, so that's what I uh, I personally want to do, um, and I'm looking forward to do as well. Uh, what uh, <laughs> what Sami said with uh, with Expo 2020, um, I was thinking about it, and I said I thought, okay. Um, <laughs> The date can can we probably look at making a date cake, mm-hmm. uh, at the shape of the palm, mm. uh, because we got the the palm islands and stuff like that. So probably a date cake, mm-hmm. um, and the shape of a palm tree, See, the what, biggest one. Can I can I give you a suggestion? What you need to do, you need to do something that's um, impressive enough yeah. to get media coverage because you need yeah. to get the media coverage. Yeah. But just choose something that's never been done before. So the, I think the date cake in the shape of the palm, yeah. unless I'm mistaken, that's probably never been done before. No. So instantly, you're guaranteed a, a world record, aren't yeah. you? It's the largest ever date cake in the shape of... That could just be yeah. 10 centimetres. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it would need to be that big, would it? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would involve not just the chefs, but also mm. uh, housewives or people who mm-hmm. are interested in baking. So mm-hmm. it could be anyone uh, taking part in that. And uh, I think... Uh, if uh, if people like it, then it definitely could go ahead and do it. You know, it's uh, it's and it could it become a nice souvenir at the duty free. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like those ideas. Uh, some great food fantasies there. We were talking just a second ago before we uh, have to end the show. We were talking about um, my my hunt for Pashwari Nun. And um, and you guys all seem to be aware of this. It seems to be a legitimate thing. Assam text in says, "I'm sorry, but coconut in uh, Pashawari naan is is uh, something that I'm hearing for the very first time. I think it might be an experiment. Uh, I think it's 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 an adaption of the Pashawari naan back in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what it is. Normally, a Pashawari naan would have a, a touch of dry coconut, mm-hmm. but occasionally. But more more Pashawari naan is to do with raisins and nuts and right. saffron and you know that kind of things rather than." Uh, the the coconut itself which is not the prime prime ingredient okay because for me it's all about the coconut i'm afraid all about the right. coconut and all about the uh the burn on the on the uh on the pashwa, on the bread on, on the, the bread itself, right searching for words uh guys it's been great having you um on the program with us uh, this morning and uh, all the best with the the iftars the recipes uh, we only got time to go through a couple of your recipes uh, the rest of them including the ones we talked about will be up on our website uh, so everyone can check those out cook them at home as well uh, dubai i1038.com is the address that you need to go to plus if you missed any of today's program you want to catch up on it uh, you can listen to the podcast online as well just click on dubai today uh, pod, uh, dubai today uh, podcast button and you can uh, check that out as well from uh, sunday morning too two uh, big competitions this morning that we we're doing uh, the first one was the uh, mystery ingredient competition Guess the ingredient. Okay, so we've been giving you a bunch of clues. Uh, Samir, it's time to reveal what was the mystery ingredient. The mystery ingredient for today has been rightfully pointed out by a lot of you out there is fennel. Fennel, or we would accept also fennel seeds. Fennel as well. seeds, right. So uh, a correct answer by, uh, by you, Sir Girish. Congratulations. All right. And uh, Amrish, a bit embarrassing you missed that one. <laughs> 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 what did you say it was? Turmeric. Turmeric, okay. okay. Well, it's okay. Never mind. Um, <laughs> congratulations to our two winners. Uh, you're winning uh, an iftar uh, for four at the Media One Hotel. Abdullah 
and Judy. And you don't have to go together. You can take your own families. Uh, and, uh, of course, we were running winning, uh, running as well uh, an, a competition for the Intercontinental Dubai Marina for the Accents restaurant down there. And the winner of that is Jamelia. So congratulations wow. to all of you. Have fantastic iftars, whatever you're doing over the weekend. We're going to be back on Sunday with Dubai Today and Voices of Diversity. Thank you, Samir, for joining us. Thank you, Ray, for having us. Been great Appreciate to have you it. here. Thank you. Uh, thank you, chefs, as well. Good luck. Thanks, uh, keep thank busy you. over the weekend. And thank you for listening. We'll see you again.